Welcome to another episode of the Supply Chain Ambassador Podcast. I'm your host, Bruno, helping you navigate the world of supply chain in a fun and engaging way. The pandemic has certainly changed the way we think about our office spaces. Overnight, working from home became the new norm. But working from home is not for everyone. As we change the ways we think about our office spaces, it becomes important that we find a more flexible solution. Helping me to learn about the beautiful and flexible workspaces available here in Ottawa is Vince Valenti. Vince Valenti is the CEO of Workweight Offices a co-working and shared office space provider in Ottawa, Ontario. For the past 32 years, Vince has been a serial entrepreneur and has started several very successful companies in the financial services, technology, and real estate sectors. For the past five years, he's been expanding the Workway Offices model with beautiful offices that are available with flexible monthly terms. Welcome, Vince. Hey, Bruno. How you doing? I'm doing great. Good. Good to see you. How did you get started? Well, you know what, Bruno? First of all, uh, I've always had loved new ideas. I have been a uh, not only um, an entrepreneur, but I, I like to think of myself as a bit of a disruptor. You know, if I can do something that is quite different from the competition, you know, I, I love having that competitive advantage. So about seven years ago, after 25 years of running four other companies, we, uh, we sold those companies. And um, it's kind of funny, I thought I might be able to retire at that time, but I said, you know what? No, I don't think I'm ever gonna retire. And I think that the, uh, I think the funeral home is gonna take me away with my uh, shoes on, you know, like I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be uh, working, I think, till, uh, till the end. But anyway, so um, I thought I would start investing in some real estate. I had one property, I decided to buy a, another one. And the, uh, the one that I bought was entirely empty. It looked pretty bad. I mean, it, uh, the interior was worn out. Uh, I mean, the carpets, uh, the wall, it, it just, it needed a huge, huge refresh. So anyway, my idea back then was I thought, I'll hire a real estate agent. Mm -hmm. And uh, we put up a for lease sign on the front lawn. And we tried that for about a year and people would come in and go, Ugh, you know, it doesn't look too good. <laughs> and, uh, you know, off they'd go uh, somewhere else. So one day I happened to be talking to a banker and uh, she came in uh, to see the office and she goes, so what are you planning on this? I said, you know what, I, I'd like to rent it out. And, uh, you know, once I have somebody to rent it out, I'm going to put a lot of money into it and fix it up really nice. And she said, uh, have you heard about co-working? And my answer to that was, what the heck is co-working? I really did not know what it was. This was about five years ago. <laughs> so she explained uh, that she had a client that was doing co-working and uh, that they were making money. And I thought, okay, this is kind of interesting. So I began uh, researching co-working. And the more I researched, the more I kind of liked it. And, and then what I decided to do was there was a conference in Montreal 
mm-hmm. on co-working. Um, and I said, what the heck, you know what, I'll spend the money. It was a two-day conference and I went and I was the, the oldest guy there by a factor of like 10, okay? Like everyone, everyone's like your age and younger, okay? But those two days really taught me a lot about the co-working model. Mm-hmm. So it was after that I came back and I said, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we put, oh my gosh, probably about $300,000 into this property, mm-hmm. gutted it. We started uh, with brand new fresh air systems because there was a, it was a 50 year old HVAC uh, heating and ventilation system. New LED lighting rather than the old uh, fluorescent tubes. So uh, we went to work. Mm-hmm. We did all this and what came out was what I like to think are just beautiful offices. So we said, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to do this with a, on a flexible month to month basis. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what I'm doing. I've never done this before, but that's never stopped me before. But you know what? I like to think I'm a fast learner. Mm -hmm. So I'll make some mistakes. Hopefully I'll learn from them and off we go. So we started marketing. then, you know, one person would come in, the next person would come in, blah, 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 blah. Before we knew it, uh, and it took about, oh, I'd say maybe about a year, we were 100% full. Wow. Not only were we 100% full, but we also had a waiting list, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of neat. These were uh, startups that were coming in. Uh, these were freelancers, you know, work at home professionals, uh, you know, um, people that just wanted a flexible office space where they could have it for a month or they could have it for 10 years or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. So I quickly realized that I really liked the model. And it's a model whereby you or anyone could come into the office space and in about two minutes, you're up and running mm-hmm. because we provide everything. Um, furniture, Wi-Fi, coffee, tea, meeting rooms, lounges, photocopier, I mean, you can walk in with your laptop and all we have to do is give you your username and password for the Wi-Fi mm-hmm. and you're working. Wow. Uh, and you know, so now you, uh, we do the office cleaning, we do all that stuff. And, uh, and this is available on a month to month basis. So if you come in and say, I just want something for a month problem, you might say, Hey, you know what? I, I think I might stay for longer. No problem. If you want to leave, just give us uh, 30 days notice and you know, if you expand, not a problem. We can add more space. If you retract, not a problem. We can reduce your space. So flexibility is the key word mm-hmm. with this model. Wow. And it's something that you don't get in a five or 10 year traditional lease. That's right. Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. Gosh, uh, why work away? Well, again, you know what, because I think I think it's going to be the future, uh, Bruno. Um, mm-hmm. Like, for example, right now, and I'm, I don't mean to jump ahead because I know that you might be asking this later, is that, you know, right now, uh, there's a lot of people working from home. Mm-hmm. Um, and the future of workspace is changing and will change. We're in a society where we need we want everything quickly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you just want an office space, and let's say you've got a team of 10 people or less, that's Workaway's perfect model right there. Because uh, you can come in, uh, we can give you the space for you and uh, your colleagues. And again, in, in literally like about two minutes. One of the things that people don't know is that uh, when, let's say you've got a 10 person operation or a five person operation as an mm-hmm. example, and you wanna go out and find a traditional office, 
Um, so you're going to get a real estate agent, let's say, you're going to go start looking at offices. A landlord's going to say, Bruno, you know what? Minimum three-month lease. I'd really like five. I'd prefer 10, you know? So then you say, okay, uh, so I need a, I need a little reception area. Nothing big, but I want something, you know, for maybe client visitors to come in. I need a kitchenette. Uh, I might need a meeting room. Well, that's important. So when you come into work away, all of a sudden you go, I go, Bruno, it's just month to month. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. And by the way, why should you pay more for a kitchenette? Because you're paying rent for a kitchenette mm -hmm. and uh, meeting rooms. We're going to give you the ability just to share them with other members of WorkAway. Mm -hmm. So we give you an online app. If you want to book the meeting room mm -hmm. for, say, tomorrow at 10 o'clock, it's booked for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's your meeting room. You're not paying rent for that. You're just paying for the office that you're in. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that people don't know is that when you have an office, as a, as a small business owner, Mm -hmm. your expenses are incredibly high. You you look at it and say, oh, I, I know what my rent is, my rent is this and so on, but it's not just the rent. It's the Wi-Fi, it's the alarm system, you know, it's the, the supplies in the kitchen, it's the photocopy paper. Like when you start adding all these little things up, you go, holy cow, hmm. this is a pretty big expense. Well, what we do is we allow our members to share that. Mm -hmm. So from a cost-effective excuse me, point of view, mm -hmm. uh, WorkAway is much more cost effective mm -hmm. than a traditional office space and it's available on flexible terms. So that's that's why I love WorkAway so much. Yeah. What are some misconceptions people have? Well, you know what? I think some of the misconceptions are, for example, when you talk about a co-working space, my gosh, there's co-working for artists. There's co-working for specific type of industries. There's co-working where you literally look at, uh, the, it looks like they've brought in a bunch of cardboard boxes to make tables. So co-working is expanding so rapidly that you have different players. Some of them are really niche based, mm -hmm. but some of them are, they, they don't have the money to really invest in their facilities. And, you know, I've, I've seen several of these where you go, oh my gosh, like I would not bring a, a, a client into the space. Like it just does, does not look professional. What sets us apart is you would be proud to bring any client in here. Uh, it's just, it's beautifully decorated, lots of plants for fresh, fresh oxygen. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a comfortable work environment. I'm here every day. I love being here. What challenges have you faced? So the, the, the challenges are for me is that um, I would say the huge majority of my competitors, they enter into a relationship with another landlord to rent their space and then they lease it out. They kind of sublease it in effect. I own our space mm -hmm. and, there, and there's some very good competitive reasons why I want to do that. The uh, so the challenge that I've had is that we now have three buildings with uh, with co-working. The biggest challenge is bankers. Mm -hmm. When you go and talk to a banker about financing, before the pandemic, they really didn't understand the month-to-month -month terms. They like to see tenants with five and ten-year leases mm -hmm. because it's because it's a consistent income, right? Mm -hmm. um, so one of the biggest challenges has been convincing traditional bankers 
that co-working is going to be changing the rules yeah. and that month to month uh, is something they're going to have to figure out. And the funny thing is, is that, and we have it here, is that even though we have people that are month to month, we have people here month to month who've been here for three years, mm. you know? So, oh, you know, what is, uh, you know, how do you kind of, uh, you know, interpret that, right? I mean, so, uh, so that's the challenge has been uh, uh, getting uh, the bankers to understand the model. Mm -hmm. uh, the way we overcome it is that we make money and we can show that we pay our bills. Yeah. And so they, and so they, uh, they see that we're credit worthy and, uh, and they trust us. I was reading an article according to Forbes, 74% of professionals expect or remote work to become the standard and 97 of employees don't want to return to the office full time. How do you interpret statistics like these? And what does it mean for work re offices? It's a good point, Bruno. I think what's going to happen because, and I, I follow this, believe me, on a daily basis. Um, I think uh, what's going to happen is that we're going to see a model that's going to be uh, what's right now being commonly referred to as a three plus two plus two. What that means is that you might go to the office for three days. You would work at home for two days and then of course you have your two-day weekends what i'm seeing is that the ceos the c-suite executives really don't like the remote work they're finding that they're not as productive they're on zoom calls for 12 hours a day so i think you're going to see some pushing from the the top that will start to get people back on something like a three plus two plus two our model works beautifully for that so if somebody says, you know what, I think we're going to reduce our office footprint because we have so many people working at home, smart idea. However, what we're going to do is we're going to take advantage of co-working and shared office places like workaway offices, because we do have employees who want to work outside of the home yeah. two days or three days a week. The other thing too, uh, Bruno, is uh, the amount of research that I'm reading and, and uh, hearing uh, with regard to the the detrimental effects that working at home can have on people's mental health. Uh, you have young families where you have, you know, now they're homeschooling and they're trying to work. There's young parents that are saying, I gotta get out of the house. Mm -hmm. I can't do this. There's been so many different, so many different things that have said, oh, you know, this is gonna really change everything. And so I, I don't believe 97% of the people are gonna be working at home full time. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that. Mm -hmm. I think there'll be some sort of hybrid that will happen. Now, I was uh, reading some of your work we reviews, and I see that you guys have a 4.9 Google review, and that's from over 20 plus reviews. And I think that's incredible. Thank you. What is the common feedback that you get from your clients? The common feedback is they love their uh, the service that we provide. They love the flexibility that we provide. They love the fact that they can come in and they can they can get a cafe latte, an espresso, a cappuccino. They they skip Starbucks and they come here to get the uh, the coffee. They love the fact that we're running the offices for them. They're beautiful offices. They're comfortable. It's all of the above, Bruno. And and you know what? It's funny because when you look at a, a five or ten year lease. It's almost like you've just put some shackles on those people. Mm -hmm. And as a landlord, you can almost say, oh, I really can stop caring for five years. But oh, before the lease renews, I'm going to be a nice guy again, right? I'm going to, I want them to renew the lease. 
Well, when you have someone that could leave at any time with 30 days notice, you tend to work a little harder to keep them happy, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just like you know any other business. You want the repeat customers to come in. Yeah, you got to work hard to do that, and I like to think that's what we do. Oh, wow, that's great. I just wanted to touch on the effects of the pandemic, how that's been on your business. Oh, absolutely. No, it's a it's a great question, Bruno. So, when the the pandemic uh, hit, and let's go back to March of 2020, mm-hmm. Workaway was 100% full with a waiting list. Uh, literally in a week, we went to 32% occupancy. Mm-hmm. Everyone f- panicked, uh, understandably, and uh, they said, until this kind of calms down, I'm going to go work in your home. So it, ha- it did have an effect. For the last year, we have been hovering roughly around 45-50% occupancy. Mm-hmm. And, but, but quite frankly, we're expanding. We're adding another few thousand square feet because we realize what the future Mm-hmm. is going to look like and the future is going to look extremely bright mm-hmm. so the pandemic has had an effect co-working firms uh, and we're no exception mm-hmm. have been losing money we uh, we're fortunate that we have the financial ability to withstand that i have to say some of my competitors can't there's been a lot of a lot of co-working firms around the country and around the globe that have had to shut their doors mm-hmm. you know and things like for example like since the pandemic started we institute a deep cleaning every day. We've been doing that every day. So we've been taking all the precautions to make sure that it's safe. And right now, it's only the essential businesses that can come in and work. Mm-hmm. That's another reason why we're, we're seeing a lower occupancy rate. Yeah. And uh, so once, the, uh, once things open up and uh, all businesses can get back to work, I, I think we're going to be full in no time. How can listeners find out more information? So our website is uh, workawayoffices.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think that would be a great place. We have, it's a very robust website. Through the website, there's an ability to contact our community managers, actually uh, myself as well. I would say that's the, uh, that would be the best place. And any call to actions for listening? Well, I think the call to action is look after yourself, stay safe. Yeah. Right now, I think the key word that I'm hearing from a lot of people is the word languishing. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and somewhere in between motivation and depression, try not to languish. This will come to an end. About a year or two after, we're going to look back and say, remember those crazy times we had back then? (laughs) Wow, wasn't that a crazy time? So we need to stay positive. We need to stay healthy. Get out of your house, go for walks, do some exercise, do whatever you need to stay mentally strong. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's fantastic. Thank you, Vince. I think that was very, a very uh, fantastic uh, discussion. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. um, I have, normally I'd like to end with the quote of the day. Mm -hmm. But today I thought I would end with the meme of the day. So this was a meme I found online by a random person. But it says, working from home, the place where the hours you actually work are made up and wearing pants is optional. So <laughs> for those of us working from That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I know. Uh, I, I see a lot of people nowadays walking around outside in their pajamas. I think they must uh, finish a Zoom call and they walk outside and forget they're wearing their pajamas or whatever. But uh, yeah. But anyway, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, that's all the questions I have. I want to thank you again for taking the time. My pleasure. My pleasure, Bruno. It's a real pleasure. This is a a great uh, service that you're offering. And uh, 
hopefully uh, it's, uh, I've been able to offer some benefits uh, to your listeners Absolutely. and uh, good luck to you and stay safe. Thank you so much. Okay. Take care. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you everyone for listening. You can find the podcast on Spotify and Apple podcast. Just search for the supply chain ambassador podcast. If you want to be a guest on the show, you can find me on LinkedIn. Just search for the supply chain ambassador. Be sure to listen to my previous podcast where I talk to a public sector professional on agile procurement. Thank you for listening.